हाय आई एम सचिन मोरे फ्रॉम ह्यूमन लिबर्टी वी आर डिस्कसिंग टुडे व्हाई वी स्टार्टेड ह्यूमन लिबर्टी इन दिस एपिसोड वी आर डिस्कसिंग अबाउट ह्यूमन लिबर्टी ऑर्गनाइजेशन ऑन फर्स्ट जनवरी 2006 वी स्टार्टेड कैंपेन फॉर ह्यूमन लिबर्टी वी कंबाइन बुद्धा मार्क्स एंड अंबेडकर इन द ऑर्गनाइजेशन वाई लेट मे एक्सप्लेन स्टार्टिंग डेज इन टू थाउजेंड फोर सैम्रैशनलिस्ट कम्युनिस्ट बुद्धिस्ट एथिस्ट एंड अम्बेडक्राइट एक्टिविस्ट केम टूगेदर दैट टाइम वी वर वर्किंग विथ अदर लाइक माइंडेड ऑर्गनाइजेशंस वी वर डिस्कस्ड ऑन मेनी इशूज रिलेटेड विथ सोशल एंड पॉलिटिकल थिंग्स दैट पीरियड वी थिंक डिस्कस एंड रोड आर्टिकल्स ऑन वेरियस सोशल इशूज एंड वी एक्चुअल वर्क ऑन द फील्ड अबाउट सोशल पॉलिटिकल थिंग्स सिचुएशन ऑफ इंडिया मेजॉरिटी ऑफ इंडियन पॉपुलेशन आर हिंदूज एंड फिफ्टीन परसेंट ऑफ हिंदूज आर अपर कास्ट एंड इन अपर कास्ट यू कैन फाइंड कैपिटलिस्ट फ्यूडालिस्ट एंड पैट्रियार्कल मेल्स आर रूलिंग पॉपुलेशन ऑफ द कंट्री इन इंडिया अपर कास्ट पीपल आर इन्वॉल्व इन टीचिंग ब्राह्मणिज्म फैसिस्टिंग्स टू पीपल सिंस टू थाउजेंड ईयर्स दे आर यूजिंग मनोस्मृति मीन्स लॉ ऑफ ब्राह्मणिज्म टू इम्प्लीमेंट ब्राह्मणिज्म दैट्स वाई इंडियंस आर बिकेम मेंटल स्लेव्स ऑफ अपर कास्ट पीपल ड्यू टू दैट मेजॉरिटी इंडियंस आर फॉलोइंग लॉट्स ऑफ सुपरस्टिशन डिफेक्टिव रिचुअल कन्वेंशंस एंड ट्रेडिशंस कास्टिजम बिगोट्री प्रेडेस्टिनेशन एट्सेट्रा यू कैन फाइंड हियर मेनी एट्रोसिटीज राइट्स वायलेंस डिस्क्रिमिनेशन अगेंस्ट लोअर कास्ट लाइक दलित ट्राइब्स नोमेटिक ट्राइब्स एंड शुद्राज माइनॉरिटीज लाइक मुस्लिम्स ख्रिश्चन्स एंड वुमेन एज वेल एज एल जी बी टी पीपल रैशलिस एसोसिएशन ऑफ पीपल फाउंडेड इन टू थाउजेंड फोर अल दो दिस सिचुएशन इज हैपन हियर इफ मेजोरिटी पीपल एक्सेप्ट बुद्धिज्म एंड रिजेक्ट ब्राह्मणिज्म देन सिचुएशन विल चेंज टुवर्ड्स पॉलिटिकल रिवोल्यूशन हाउ For more information you can find our new episode how can buddha change indian politics exploitation eradication committee means shoshan nirmulan samiti founded in 2005 after one year in 2005 we came together again and we discussed about our way of rationalism this way is very long and couldn't complete in our own life so what if we directly work on this on system transformation once power will come in our hands we can change people mindset through education department media and other sources and we can implement communism easily so we change our ideology we left buddhism and we accepted marxism and started work like communist we changed the name of the organization our organization's new name was exploitation eradication committee shoshan nirmulan samiti campaign for human liberty founded in 2006 after one year in december 2005 we came together again and we thought on three issues number 1 if we will take charge of power but people are remain hindu mindset then they will destroy the system again and they will make system related with their religion 
means brahmanism again number 2 due to caste system workers couldn't unite they divided into many castes and in casteism you can find hierarchy between them due to that people hate each other if workers do not unite properly how revolution can possible in india if majority of people are convert into buddhism but if system is remaining in hands of capitalist feudalist or upper caste males then there is no meaning of only religious conversion why we started human liberty we thought that if we want real revolution or communism we need buddhism to eradicate brahmanism and change people mindset towards communism we need ambedkarism to eradicate caste system and other discriminations like gender religion language area race or skin color based and we need marxism for system transformation and if buddha ambedkar and marx come together then real revolution will happen in india as well as in the entire world and communism can establish properly in the world so we again change name of the organization and now we started campaign for human liberty on 1st january 2006 for more information you can find our next episode why we started human liberty some questions number 1 buddha is against to violence then how buddha can work with marx see if anyone attacks on you and telling you either you accept slavery or face fighting then what will buddha suggest death or slavery buddha giving permission to your enemy to kill you or telling you accept itself slavery is it true don't buddha suggest fighting and what marxist marx is telling is he suggest to kill innocent people isn't he suggest only fighting with our your enemy or exploiter dr ambedkar opposes communism and marxism then is not very true dr ambedkar found some lacunas in marxism and he correct them in buddha and karl marx book and he only suggested if you accept buddhism which is correct corrected by ambedkar you can find marxism in in is included in buddhism you so you don't need to go towards marx for revolution or communism you can implement revolution or communism with buddhism number 3 buddha is a spiritual personality then why you need buddha for revolution or communism if people mindset is not favor with revolution or communism then people will oppose revolution or, or communism they will do anti revolutionary work and they can destroy communism again and can give power to capitalist feudalist or fascist government buddhism is favor with communism and revolution so if majority people accept buddhism people will support to communism and revolution and it's important for long term communism otherwise anti revolution can make after revolution number 4 democracy or dictatorship marx suggest dictatorship of workers 
and Dr. Ambedkar suggests democracy. It's look like they oppose each other. But see, workers are in majority and exploiters means capitalist, feudalist or fascist are in minority. Marx want dictatorship on exploiters, but it was democracy for workers. Workers are in, are in majority person, so it is a real democracy. Nowadays, what do you find in Republican states? There is no any democracy. Capitalist politicians rules on people. They are making rules with favor of capitalists only. And their many rules are opposing to workers. It is not real democracy. It's a fake democracy. Our goal, aim of human liberty. You can find Buddha, Marx and Ambedkar ideology in our goals and aims. To make the world a kingdom of righteousness. Number two, to establish communism in the world. Number three, to eradicate all types of human discrimination. In our logo, we included Buddha, Marx and Ambedkar's ideology. You can find communist symbol of sickle and hammer in our logo. As well as you can find Ashok Chakra, uh, means Dhamma wheel, symbol of Emperor Ashoka, Buddhist king. As well as we included red color for Marxism and blue color for Ambedkarism. Since 2006, we are working with weaker sections of Indian society. We are working with tribal Dalits, nomadic tribes, minorities, women, LGBT people, unorganized workers and farmers. Thank you very much for listening to this episode, why we started Human Liberty. I am Sachin More, here from Human Liberty. Thank you very much. Hi, I am Sachin More from Human Liberty. We are discussing today why we started Human Liberty. In this episode, we are discussing about Human Liberty Organization. On 1st January 2006, we started a campaign for Human Liberty. We combined Buddha, Marx and Ambedkar in the organization. Why? Let me explain. Starting days. In 2004, some rationalist, communist, Buddhist, atheist and Ambedkarite activists came together. That time, we were working with other like-minded organizations. We were discussed on many issues related with social and political things. That period, we think, discussed and wrote articles on various social issues and we actually worked on the field about social political things. Situation of India Majority of Indian population are Hindus and 15% of Hindus are upper caste. And in upper caste, you can find capitalist, feudalist and Patri patriarchal males are ruling population of the country. In India, upper caste people are involved in teaching Brahminism, fascist things, to people since 2000 years. They are using Manuspruti, means law of Brahminism, to implement Brahminism. That's why Indians are became mental slaves of upper caste people. Due to that majority, Indians are following lots of superstition, defective ritual, convention and traditions, casteism, bigotry, 
predestination etc you can find here many atrocities riots violence discrimination against lower caste like dalit tribes nomadic tribes and shudras minorities like muslims christians and women as well as lgbt people a rationalist association of people founded in 2004 although this situation is happen here if majority people accept buddhism and reject brahmanism then situation will change towards political revolution how for more information you can find our new episode how can buddha change indian politics exploitation eradication committee means shoshan nirbhan samiti founded in 2005 after one year in 2005 we came together again and we discussed about our way of rationalism this way is very long and couldn't complete in our own life so what if we directly work on this on system transformation once power will come in our hands we can change people mindset through education department media and other sources and we can implement communism easy peasy so we change our ideology we left buddhism and we accepted marxism and started work like communist we changed the name of the organization our organization's new name was exploitation eradication committee shoshan nirmulan samiti campaign for human liberty founded in 2006 after one year in december 2005 we came together again and we thought on three issues number 1 if we will take charge of power but if people are remain hindu mindset then they will destroy the system again and they will make system related with their religion means brahmanism again number 2 due to caste system workers couldn't unite they divided into many caste and in casteism you can find hierarchy between them due to that people hate each other if workers do not unite properly how revolution can possible in india if majority of people are convert into buddhism but if system is remaining in hands of capitalist feudalist or upper caste males then there is no meaning of only religious conversion why we started human liberty we thought that if we want real revolution or communism we need buddhism to eradicate brahmanism and change people mindset towards communism we need ambedkarism to eradicate caste system and other discriminations like gender religion language area race or skin color based and we need marxism for system transformation and if buddha ambedkar and marx come together then real revolution will happen in india as well as in the entire world and communism can establish properly in the world so we again change name of the organization and now we started campaign for human liberty on 1st january 2006 for more information you can find our next episode why we started human liberty some questions number 1 buddha is against to violence then how buddha can work with marx see if anyone attacks on you 
and telling you either you accept slavery or face fighting then what will buddha suggest death or slavery buddha giving permission to your enemy to kill you or telling you accept his slavery is it true don't buddha suggest fighting and what marxist marx is telling is he suggest to kill innocent people isn't he suggest only fighting with our your enemy or exploiter dr ampedkar opposes communism and marxism then is not very true dr ambedkar found some lacunas in marxism and he correct them in buddha and karl marx book and he only suggested if you accept buddhism which is correct corrected by ambedkar you can find marxism in, in is included in buddhism you so you don't need to go towards marx for revolution or communism you can implement revolution or communism with buddhism number 3 buddha is a spiritual personality then why you need buddha for revolution or communism if people mindset is not favor with revolution or communism then people will oppose revolution or, or communism they will do anti revolutionary work and they can destroy communism again and can give power to capitalist feudalist or fascist government buddhism is favor with communism and revolution so if majority people accept buddhism people will support to communism and revolution and it's important for long term communism otherwise anti revolution can make after revolution number 4 democracy or dictatorship marx suggests dictatorship of workers and dr ambedkar suggests democracy it's look like they oppose each other but see workers are in majority and exploiters means capitalist feudalist or fascist are in minority marx want dictatorship on exploiters but it was democracy for workers workers and in are in majority person so it is a real democracy nowadays what do you find in republican states there is no any democracy capitalist politicians rules on people they are making rules with favor of capitalists only and their many rules are opposing to workers it is not real democracy it's a fake democracy our goal aim of human liberty you can find buddha marx and ambedkar ideology in our goals and aims to make the world a kingdom of righteousness number 2 to establish communism in the world number 3 to eradicate all types of human discrimination in our logo we included buddha marx and ambedkar ideology you can find communist symbol of sickle and hammer in our logo as well as you can find ashok chakra uh, means dhamma wheel symbol of emperor ashoka buddhist king as well as we included red color for marxism and blue color for ambedkarism since 2006 we are working with weaker sections of indian society 
we are working with tribal dalits nomadic tribes minorities women lgbt people unorganized workers and farmers thank you very much for listen this episode why we started human liberty i am sachin more here from human liberty thank you very much hi i am sachin more from human liberty today we are discussing about how can buddha change indian politics buddha is a spiritual personality and not belongs with politics although i explain here how can buddha change indian politics i think buddha influencing on indian politics not towards communalism but towards revolution and communism how it can be possible let me explain how can buddha change indian politics nowadays majority of indian population are hindus and 15% of hindus are upper caste and in upper caste you can find capitalist feudalist and patriarchal males are ruling population of the country upper caste people are involved in teaching brahmanism fascist things to people since 2000 years they are using manusmriti law of brahmanism to implement brahmanism that's why indians are became mental slaves of upper caste people due to that majority indians are following lots of superstition defective ritual convention and casteism bigotry predestination etc find here many atrocities rights violence discrimination against lower caste like dalits tribes nomadic tribes and shudras minorities like muslims christians and women as well as lgbt people although this situation is happen here if majority people accept buddhism and reject brahmanism then situation will change towards political revolution how let me explain how can buddha change indian politics economical revolution now india now millions of rupees and tons of gold silver and diamonds are dumped in hindu temples every year millions of people are donating millions of rupees to hindu temples in all temples 100% worshipers or pujaris are only brahmins so majority of money are provided to communal organization through temple committee or corruption that communal organizations are make, making hate environment in india against dalit minority people due to this money and hate environment fascist political parties are ruling parties of india if government will take charge of this money there is no need to collect any kind of tax from people because temples earn more than indian government change of thinking due to majority people are hindu and are playing to rama and cow communal organizations are making issues on them to spread hate environment against dalit and minorities majority people are superstitious and following hinduism blindly so they do not think rationally and scientifically 
if majority people convert in buddhism then nobody can spread hate environment or if somebody spread hate thought then people will not support or respond them maybe they will oppose them people will think rationally due to buddhism so they will attract towards rational politics destroy monopoly of upper caste majority people of india approximately 85% are shudras obc dalit tribal scst nomadic tribes vijayanti and non hindus in actual situation upper caste means brahmin kshatriya and vaishya are in minority only 15% but due to majority people are hindu lower caste hindus are slavers of upper caste hindus that's why upper caste have monopoly in all kind of powers like parliament government temple and business if majority people will convert into buddhism everybody become self enlightenment and will coming out from mental slave then they will not following the upper caste rules and they will try to involve themselves in all kind of power due to that monopoly of upper caste will destroy involvement of bahujan majority people in power in current situation upper caste are in all kind of power so majority bahujan don't get justice they don't have equity and they don't have any rights if majority bahujan will fully involve in power then they can find justice their rights and equity nobody can abuse them they will come in main flow or mainstream of the development casteless society socially not legally intercaste marriages are banned in india due to hinduism because every caste is upper than some caste and lower than some caste so they can't marry with other caste person they can marry with their own caste only if someone tried for intercaste marriage then that incidence is against hinduism so people oppose them mostly upper caste people oppose intercaste marriages in many cases people kill that couple in many cases upper caste parents and their relatives are involved in such murder and atrocities especially when girls is upper caste if majority people will reject brahmanism and accept buddhism no will oppose for intercaste marriages because there is no any upper or lower caste in buddhism all will be equal due to that intercaste marriages will increase and india can become casteless society revolution due to caste system workers of india couldn't unite they divided in into many caste and in casteism you can find hierarchy between them that hierarchy depends on varna system brahmins are in most upper kshatriyas are lower than brahmins but upper than vaishya and shudra vaishyas are upper than shudras but lower than brahmins and kshatriyas shudras are lowest due to that people hate each other if workers do not unite properly how revolution can possible in india due to buddhism 
there are no any social distinctions hierarchy and discriminations and due to inter caste marriages people workers become relatives of each other workers can unite easily and effortlessly then revolution could be possible in india communism once revolution happen in india workers will be in power and they will implement socialism and communism if entire world will practice communism then there is no need of government institute because government institutes are made for exploitation from feudalistic and capitalist so it will expire soon and dhamma means morality will take charge of that institute how can buddha change indian politics now i think you understand well about how can buddha change indian politics due to that dr ambedkar gave us buddhism and 12 pledges because buddhism and baba saheb's 12 pledges can change indian politics dr ambedkar explained buddhism correctly in his book buddha and his dhamma and if you understand these things you can understand buddhism's support and help to implement communism in buddha and karl marx book baba saheb didn't oppose communism meaning of that book is buddha can implement communism independently to implement communism you don't need marxism if you already have buddhism thank you very much sachin more here from human liberty thank you very much hi i am sachin more from human liberty today we are discussing about how can buddha change indian politics buddha is a spiritual personality and not belongs with politics although i explain here how can buddha change indian politics i think buddha influencing on indian politics not towards communalism but towards revolution and communism how it can be possible let me explain how can buddha change indian politics nowadays majority of indian population are hindus and 15% of hindus are upper caste and in upper caste you can find capitalist feudalist and patriarchal males are ruling population of the country upper caste people are involved in teaching brahmanism fascist things to people since 2000 years they are using manusmriti law of brahmanism to implement brahmanism that's why indians are became mental slaves of upper caste people due to that majority indians are following lots of superstition defective ritual convention and casteism bigotry predestination etc you find here many atrocities rights violence discrimination against lower caste like dalit tribes nomadic tribes and shudras minorities like muslims christians and women as well as lgbt people although this situation is happen here if majority people accept buddhism and reject brahmanism then situation will change towards political revolution how let me explain how can buddha change indian politics economical revolution now india now millions of rupees and tons of gold silver 
and diamonds are dumped in Hindu temples. Every year millions of people are donating millions of rupees to Hindu temples. In all temples, 100% worshippers or pujaris are only Brahmins. So, majority of money are provided to communal organization through temple committee or corruption. That communal organizations are make, making hate environment in India against Dalit minority people. Due to this money and hate environment, fascist political parties are ruling parties of India. If government will take charge of this money, there is no need to collect any kind of tax from people because temples earn more than Indian government. Change of thinking. Due to majority people are Hindu and are playing to Rama and cow. Communal organizations are making issues on them to spread hate environment against Dalit and minorities. Majority people are superstitious and following Hinduism blindly. So they do not think rationally and scientifically. If majority people convert in Buddhism, then nobody can spread hate environment. Or if somebody spread hate thought, then people will not support or respond them. Maybe they will oppose them. People will think rationally due to Buddhism, so they will attract towards rational politics. Destroy monopoly of upper caste. Majority people of India, approximately 85% are Shudras, OBC, Dalit, Tribal, SCST, Nomadic Tribes, VJNT, and non-Hindus. In actual situation, upper caste means Brahmin, Kshatriya, and Vaishya are in minority, only 15%. But due to majority people are Hindu, lower caste Hindus are slavers of upper caste Hindus. That's why upper caste have monopoly in all kind of powers like parliament, government, temple and business. If majority people will convert into Buddhism, everybody becomes self-enlightenment and will be coming out from mental slave. Then they will not following the upper caste rules and they will try to involve themselves in all kind of power. Due to that, monopoly of upper caste will destroy involvement of Bahujan majority people in power. In current situation, upper caste are in all kind of power. So majority Bahujan don't get justice. They don't have equity and they don't have any rights. If majority Bahujan will fully involve in power, then they can find justice, their rights and equity. Nobody can abuse them. They will come in main flow or mainstream of the development. Casteless society. Socially, not legally, intercaste marriages are banned in India due to Hinduism. Because every caste is upper than some caste and lower than some caste. So they can't marry with other caste person. They can marry with their own caste only. If someone tried for intercaste marriage, then that incidence is against Hinduism. So people oppose them, mostly upper caste people oppose intercaste marriages 
in many cases people kill that couple in many cases upper caste parents and their relatives are involved in such murder and atrocities especially when girls is upper caste if majority people will reject brahmanism and accept buddhism no will oppose for inter caste marriages because there is no any upper or lower caste in buddhism all will be equal due to that inter caste marriages will increase and india can become casteless society revolution due to caste system workers of india couldn't unite they divided in into many castes and in casteism you can find hierarchy between them that hierarchy depends on varna system brahmins are in most upper kshatriyas are lower than brahmins but upper than vaishya and shudra vaishyas are upper than shudras but lower than brahmins and kshatriyas kshudras are lowest due to that people hate each other if workers do not unite properly how revolution can possible in india due to buddhism there are no any social distinctions hierarchy and discriminations and due to inter caste marriages people workers become relatives of each other workers can unite easily and effortlessly then revolution could be possible in india communism once revolution happen in india workers will be in power and they will implement socialism and communism if entire world will practice communism then there is no need of government institute because government institutes are made for exploitation from feudalistic and capitalist so it will expire soon and dhamma means morality will take charge of that institute how can buddha change indian politics now i think you understand well about how can buddha change indian politics due to that dr ambedkar gave us buddhism and 12 pledges because buddhism and baba saheb's 12 pledges can change indian politics dr ambedkar explained buddhism correctly in his book buddha and his dhamma and if you understand these things you can understand buddhism's support and help to implement communism in buddha and karl marx book baba saheb didn't oppose communism meaning of that book is buddha can implement communism independently to implement communism you don't need marxism if you already have buddhism thank you very much sachin more here from human liberty thank you very much hi i am sachin more from human liberty today we are discussing about how can buddha change indian politics buddha is a spiritual personality and not belongs with politics although i explain here how can buddha change indian politics i think buddha influencing on indian politics not towards communalism but towards revolution and communism how it can be possible let me explain how can buddha change indian politics nowadays majority of indian population are hindus and 15% of hindus are upper caste and in upper caste you can find capitalist 
feudalists and patriarchal males are ruling population of the country upper caste people are involved in teaching brahmanism fascist things to people since 2000 years they are using manuskruti law of brahmanism to implement brahmanism that's why indians are became mental slaves of upper caste people due to that majority indians are following lots of superstition defective ritual convention and casteism bigotry predestination etc you find here many atrocities riots violence discrimination against lower caste like dalit tribes nomadic tribes and shudras minorities like muslims christians and women as well as lgbt people although this situation is happen here if majority people accept buddhism and reject brahmanism then situation will change towards political revolution how let me explain how can buddha change indian politics economical revolution now india now millions of rupees and tons of gold silver and diamonds are dumped in hindu temples every year millions of people are donating millions of rupees to hindu temples in all temples 100% worshipers or pujaris are only brahmins so majority of money are provided to communal organization through temple committee or corruption that communal organizations are make, making hate environment in india against dalit minority people due to this money and hate environment fascist political parties are ruling parties of india if government will take charge of this money there is no need to collect any kind of tax from people because temples earn more than indian government change of thinking due to majority people are hindu and are playing to rama and cow communal organizations are making issues on them to spread hate environment against dalit and minorities majority people are superstitious and following hinduism blindly so they do not think rationally and scientifically if majority people convert in buddhism then nobody can spread hate environment or if somebody spread hate thought then people will not support or respond them maybe they will oppose them people will think rationally due to buddhism so they will attract towards rational politics destroy monopoly of upper caste majority people of india approximately 85% are shudras obc dalit tribal scst nomadic tribes vjnt and non hindus in actual situation upper caste means brahmin kshatriya and vaishya are in minority only 15% but due to majority people are hindu lower caste hindus are slaves of upper caste hindus that's why upper caste have monopoly in all kind of powers like parliament government temples and business if majority people will convert into buddhism everybody become self enlightenment and will coming out 
from mental slave then they will not following the upper caste rules and they will try to involve themselves in all kind of power due to that monopoly of upper caste will destroy involvement of bahujan majority people in power in current situation upper caste are in all kind of power so majority bahujan don't get justice they don't have equity and they don't have any rights if majority bahujan will fully involve in power then they can find justice their rights and equity nobody can abuse them they will come in main flow or mainstream of the development casteless society socially not legally intercaste marriages are banned in india due to hinduism because every caste is upper than some caste and lower than some caste so they can't marry with other caste person they can marry with their own caste only if someone tried for intercaste marriage then that incidents is against hinduism so people oppose them mostly upper caste people oppose intercaste marriages in many cases people kill that couple in many cases upper caste parents and their relatives are involved in such murder and atrocities especially when girls is upper caste if majority people will reject brahmanism and accept buddhism no will oppose for intercaste marriages because there is no any upper or lower caste in buddhism all will be equal due to that intercaste marriages will increase and india can become casteless society revolution due to caste system workers of india couldn't unite they divided in into many caste and in casteism you can find hierarchy between them that hierarchy depends on varna system brahmins are in most upper kshatriyas are lower than brahmins but upper than vaishya and shudra vaishyas are upper than shudras but lower than brahmins and kshatriyas shudras are lowest due to that people hate each other if workers do not unite properly how revolution can possible in india due to buddhism there are no any social distinctions hierarchy and discriminations and due to intercaste marriages people workers become relatives of each other workers can unite easily and effortlessly then revolution could be possible in india communism once revolution happen in india workers will be in power and they will implement socialism and communism if entire world will practice communism then there is no need of government institute because government institutes are made for exploitation from feudalistic and capitalist so it will expire soon and dhamma means morality will take charge of that institute how can buddha change indian politics now i think you understand well about how can buddha change indian politics due to that dr ambedkar gave us buddhism and 12 pledges because buddhism and baba saheb's 12 pledges can change indian politics dr ambedkar explain 
Buddhism correctly in his book Buddha and his Dhamma and if you understand these things you can understand Buddhism's support and help to implement communism In Buddha and Karl Marx's book Baba Saheb didn't oppose communism meaning of that book is Buddha can implement communism independently to implement communism you don't need marxism if you already have buddhism thank you very much sachin more here from human liberty thank you very much